This is the Reading Instruction Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Eddie Johnson. Today, we're looking at grammar instruction. I'm going to start out by sharing some silly grammar ideas and then three approaches for teaching grammar. Now, the word grammar can send shudders up and down the spine of most middle school kids. Why is that? Perhaps it's because some of the myths or silly ideas have been perpetuated around grammar. Here are seven silly grammar ideas. Silly grammar idea number one. In order to be effective, grammar instruction has to be boring and meaningless. Truth, not. Silly grammar idea number two. In order to be able to write, students must be able to identify and define subentities such as a pronoun, gerund, participle, superlative, relative clause, coordinating conjunctions, causative verbs, past participle, intransient verb, ergative verb, imperatives, intransient verb, dang, you get the idea. Oh my gosh, gosh. The truth is, knowledge of grammar is but one component of being able to write. Knowledge of grammar is important. However, knowing the five-step writing process and being able to use a grammar check on a computer and knowing how to get help editing from others is more important. Silly grammar idea number three. If students have trouble writing, they just need a little more grammar instruction. The truth? Sometimes an overemphasis on writing subskills makes it more difficult to write. This is because instead of seeing writing more holistically or in a global sense, it becomes perceived as a complex myriad of little subskills. Silly grammar idea number four. There is a correlation between students' knowledge of grammar and the quality of their compositions. Truth is, there's little relationship between the teaching of grammar and the quality of students' written composition. Silly grammar idea number five. Good writers are good grammarians. Truth, if this were the case, grammarians would be our best-selling authors and always win the Pulitzer Prize, but this is not the case. Silly grammar idea number six. Studying grammar outside a meaningful context, like doing grammar exercises in a book, improves students' ability to use grammar correctly in authentic writing situations. The truth is, studying grammar outside the context of authentic writing actually makes it more difficult to transfer these skills. And silly grammar idea number seven, you can teach writing and grammar without being a writing, being a writer. The truth is, all teachers of writing must write and share their writing with students. Would you take piano lessons from someone who never played the piano? Now let's take a look at grammar instruction. Grammar is the study of how our language works. Learning to use certain conventions of grammar enables us to effectively create and transmit ideas from our heads out into the world through our writing and speaking. Now, traditional grammar instruction was very prescriptive. It would prescribe what you must do or should do with the expectation that you'd be able to transfer these ideas directly to your writing and speaking. While on the face of it, this seems to make sense, let me ask you this. How did you learn the basic grammar rules for speaking? 
Were you drilled in elements of grammar apart from any meaningful speaking context? I don't think so. You learned to speak and you acquired the basic rules of grammar by speaking and getting responses to your ideas, by hearing other more mature speakers, and by having incorrect grammar attended to in the context of your authentic speaking activities. Grammar instruction is important. However, time spent composing, writing, has a more positive effect on grammar and writing than time spent teaching grammar. This means that any grammar instruction you use must be short and explicit and then practiced and reviewed in authentic writing experiences or activities. In this sense, writing and speaking are skills that are developed, not content to be taught. Now, there are three approaches to grammar instruction. The first is the standalone approach or the isolated approach. Grammar instruction is done as a separate class apart from any real writing through the use of worksheets and artificial activities and assignments. Now, in the 70s, we did a lot of sentence diagramming. While there's a place for an occasional worksheet, this is not a very effective approach to helping students develop their ability to use grammar knowledge. There's very little transfer to real-life writing situations. The second approach to grammar instruction is the immersion approach. Here, students are immersed in real-life writing and reading situations. This immersion is an important aspect of helping to develop mature readers and writers. However, without instruction, learning is not very efficient or effective. The third approach and the most effective approach is called the embedded approach. This is the most effective approach to grammar instruction because the teacher looks at students' papers to see what types of errors they're making. Based on these observations to grammar instruction, uh, grammar instruction is given to students and is very explicit and very direct because it is directly on those aspects they're using while they are writing. So the three approaches to grammar instruction, the standalone or isolated approach in the 70s, nope, not very effective. The immersion approach, nah, just immersing, that doesn't help, but an embedded approach where you embed grammar instruction in the context of students' real writing. And in the next video, I'll give you some uh, specific tips for developing grammar awareness.